0: So you just... uh, Okay. So you just saw, I didn't do anything. The demons manifest and they just get uh, delivered. Isn't that interesting? (laughs) Say loudly, hallelujah. So this was a big video. which just cut short to make you know that demons are real. (laughs) And if demons are real, then you better ensure that you are covered with the anointing. Otherwise... (laughs) They will do what they are supposed to do. Termites, the nature of the termite is to eat wood. The nature of demons is to create trouble. And if you want your house to be free of termites, you have to use termite-destroying uh, uh, medicine. In the same way, if you want demons to stop working, you need to use medicine known as the Holy Ghost anointing. Say loudly. And how can you use something if you're not clear about it? Okay, let's go to the word of God. Say loudly, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, 1 John chapter 3 and verse 2 declares. 1 John 3 and verse 2. I'll go a little slow so that you may be able to comprehend the message. 1 John chapter 3 verse 2 says, Beloved, Now are we the sons of God. Now look at how God is describing all of you. He says, now. Did you notice that? Beloved, now are we the sons of God. And it doth not yet appear what we shall be. But we know that when he shall appear, we shall be like him. That means, the son of God status... Or the son of God reality is for today. Say loudly hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's what the scripture says. Never be the sons of God. Tomorrow what you are going to be is not yet described. So if you have to live as a son, then you have to live it today. Not in the world to come. Because in the world to come what you are going to be, it's still not mentioned. My question is, if you are a son, then there has to be a father. There cannot be a son without a father. Now, if you really believe that sonship is real, then you better believe that the father is also real. And today, this father made you a son because of love. Actually, God created man because of love. Love conceived and out came a creation known as man. And that is why if you read the Bible, love wants you to experience it. Please understand Till you experience love, love is wasted. Sometime back we sang that song, I've tasted and seen the sweetest of love. I'll just change that statement and say, have you tasted and seen the greatest of love, the unfathomable love of God? So we have to be very clear about this. Jesus Christ died on the cross because of love. All of us know John 3.16 For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Why did God give his only begotten son? The primary purpose is so great love. The Bible doesn't say God loved the world. God so loved the world. The word so is added because the great love of God cannot be described with human terminology. So the translators decided we'll give a clear interpretation and they put the word so now the so can be as big as your hand or as big as this church or as big as the United States of America or as big as universe I do not know it it depends on how much you understand it the more you understand it becomes greater the more you understand it becomes bigger and the more you understand you will see it manifesting say loudly "Hallelujah." hallelujah so why did God create man because of love and he died because of love And let me tell you something. If you don't experience the consequences of the cross, then the great sacrifice and the great love is wasted. You know why Jesus died? Not so that you may preach the gospel. Jesus died so that man may experience Christ. Jesus did not die so that he may just worship. He died, first of all, so that you may experience. Actually, real worship is when we experience in worship. Because when you experience in worship, you are making an impact not only on yourself, but on society. People today are watching. And you are the best example, or I call you as a living epistle. Actually, all of us are supposed to be living, walking epistles in planet Earth. Imagine how this planet will be if all the church understood what happened on the cross and started tasting and experiencing this great love of God. Imagine how life will be. Say loudly, Hallelujah. Amen. Now, actually, Jesus Christ lived in this world to make man understand how a human can live. Because all of us know that Jesus Christ, when he was in this world, he was a perfect man just like you and me. He left his glory and he became a man, and that's why he could be tempted. If he was God or part God, he could not have been tempted. Because he was a human, he was hungry. Because he was a human, he could die. Say loudly, hallelujah. Hallelujah. So he was trying to show man how man can live. If you see the life of Jesus, wherever he went, he was always victorious. You can't find any area where anything could trouble him or anything could actually rule over him. Wherever he went, sickness disappeared. Wherever he went, demons did not operate. In other words, operating demons suddenly became silent wherever he went the storms became silent wherever he went lack turned into supernatural abundance huh? why because jesus christ was using something what was he using nothing will change unless something is used okay let me show you from the bible go to the book of luke chapter 5 verse 17 luke 517 And if somebody has taken, you can read. So that it may be communicative training. Anybody can read Luke 5, 17. The last line says, Jesus was preaching and teaching. There were a lot of Pharisees and the doctors of the law. Look at this. All the highly educated people in those days, the doctors of the law, Pharisees were seated there. And along with them, something was there. What was there? And the power of the Lord was present. What does the Bible say? The power of the Lord was present. Why was it present? To heal them. In other words, the secret of Jesus was, wherever he went, he was carrying power. Who was Jesus? A man in this world. Even the Apostle Paul described that man Jesus Christ. So Jesus Christ as a man was carrying power. And the Bible describes that power of the Lord was present because Jesus Christ was present. Wherever he went, the power was present. The Bible doesn't say Jesus Christ was present to heal them. Did you notice that? It says in this particular statement, The power of the Lord was present to heal them. So what was the secret of Jesus? Power, power, power. Go to Luke chapter 6, verse 19. Luke 6, verse 19. And the whole multitude sought to touch him. Look at this. All the people sought to touch him. For there went power out of him and healed them all. Did you notice that? The Bible says... The whole multitude sought to touch Jesus. Why? Something was coming out of him. What was that? Power. Why power came out of him? Because power was inside him. If what is inside, he only will come out. So power was inside Jesus. And this power was coming out of Jesus. And what was it doing? It was healing them all. Please understand the power of the Lord. Nature has still not changed. Just like the nature of sugar... Does not change. The nature of fire does not change. What is the nature of fire? It will consume paper. Huh? You take paper before fire. It will consume. What is the nature of sugar? You put it in tea. It will become sweet. Say loudly hallelujah. Hallelujah. How many of you know that sugar makes tea sweet? Huh? If you take hot water and put it in your freezer, after some time it will not only change shape but it will be very cold why? that is the nature of the freezer in the same way the nature of the power of the Lord is to heal and destroy and paralyze demons (laughs) do you need faith for, or do you need do you need some teaching to put your water into the hot water and uh, see it change shape, it's nature everything works according to nature In the same way, the power of the Lord works according to nature. And if you want to understand faith, you better understand nature. The nature of human beings is to lie. That's what the Bible says. God is not a man that he should lie. What does it mean? That means man lies. (laughs) Very simple. And you can't change the nature of men, brother. Sometimes without our knowledge, we may be lying. Because that's the nature of man. In the same way, the nature of the power of God is to heal, deliver, and paralyze and destroy the works of the devil. See, the moment you understand, this power will start working. Because if power does not work, you cannot experience and taste love. Do you know that? That is why God is waiting for the power to work. In fact, if you ask me, nobody needs to struggle. Because love does not expect anybody to struggle. You know, the greatest of all miracles is a sinner becoming a saint. The greatest of all miracles is a son of the devil becoming a son of God. And you know, for the greatest of all miracles, what love expects from you, just believe. That's all. Not even one step you need to take. You need not even lift up your hand. You need not blink your eyes. Just believe. And the greatest miracle you'll receive from the Father... Why? That is love. Love has made the condition for receiving the greatest miracle very, 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 very easy. Now, if that is the condition for receiving the greatest miracle, your cancer disappearing from your body compared to salvation must be one billion times or maybe even, you understand, it must be one billion times lesser. And... Today we are struggling to see a miracle which is one billion times lesser, whereas we are able to believe for something which is one billion times more. It doesn't tally. If I say I can can lift this pulpit with my finger, one finger, I'm strong enough to lift this pulpit with one finger, then surely I must be, I can definitely, definitely lift this paper. Am I right or not? But today we say, I can lift this pulpit in one finger, but this paper I can't lift. That is how today people are saying, when they say, my problems are not going. Please understand, you don't need to live with any problems. Did Jesus have any problem? The only problem is, because he spoke the truth, all the people were against him. Not the people, especially the doctors, the Pharisees, Sadducees because they thought they knew more, and this person doesn't know anymore, any more, and nothing, he comes from a carpenter background. So they were the people who were trying to create problems, and the main problem he was facing, because he was speaking the truth. Otherwise, if you see the life of Jesus, it was a perfect example of a man who could control everything. And today the good news is, because of the Father's love, which has been extended to all of you, all of you here from this date, can start experiencing the great love of God. And when you start experiencing the great love of God through the power of God, you'll find that demons are paralyzed and become immobile. This is what happens. Actually, the name of this teaching is moving in the power of God. That is what exactly is we are going to concentrate through demonstrations we'll be teaching you. Jesus was carrying the power. You also can carry the power. That is why Jesus said, he that believeth in me, eh? what will he do? He will do not only my works, he will also do greater works. How many of you know that this word can be fulfilled only in this world? Which means if you leave this world, you will leave without experiencing this particular word. And I'm telling you it's going to be very unfortunate because love wants you to do the works of Jesus and even greater works. So if you have to do the works of Jesus, how did Jesus do his works? Because of the power of the Lord. He was carrying the power of the Lord. So if you have to do the works of Jesus, that means you also can carry the same power. And the love of God desires that all of you carry this power and use this power with ease. In fact, it should be be like breathing. How many of you know that all of you are breathing? Why are you breathing? Because that was the father's plan. God the father decided that human beings should breathe. That's how they should live. If they don't breathe, they won't live. That's all. So as long as you are alive, you have to breathe. Because that is the plan of the father, not your plan. So the system God put inside and made it in such a way so that his plan that man should breathe should be fulfilled. Say loudly, hallelujah. In the same way, just like how God wants you to breathe, God wants you to experience and taste his great love. And that is why he's ready to ensure that all of you not only have the right to take the love of God, I'm sorry, the power of God, but also use the power of God. So what happens when the power of God moves? Number one, demons are, if you want you can note down, when the power of God moves... And I'm telling you, the power of God moving in your life... is like blood moving in your life. How many of you know that blood is moving inside you? Tell me, what did you do for the blood to move? Nothing. Nothing. What will you do for the power to move? Nothing. What are you looking at me? (laughs) (laughs) The first birth makes the blood to move inside you. Right? The second birth, which is because of faith... Makes the power to move in you. Same brother. Everything because of God. He paid the price. The power is moving. Tell me what you do. You don't do anything. Just believe. Because the second birth came into existence because of faith. By faith you are saved. So please understand the first birth. I'm talking about physical birth. No faith was required. That's why blood starts moving without faith. Because you are born not by faith. You are born because of the physical will of man. That was a law which starts operating for everybody. But the second birth becomes real only when you believe. And when you continue to believe, the power will start operating. You got it? That's the difference between the first birth and second birth. That is why in the physical realm, you put sugar in the tea. Automatically the tea becomes sweet. You don't need to do anything. In the second birth, power, if it has to move or anything has to happen, you have to use faith. That is why the Bible says, the just shall live by faith. Say loudly, hallelujah. hallelujah. So, when you are surrounded by power, let's get this very clear. Everything has a corresponding manifestation. You can't say manifestation, is not that. Just as I told you, if you put the air conditioner... See, now the air condition is running. The manifestation is there. Say loudly, hallelujah. Anything has a manifestation. There has to be a manifest. If you are living, there has to be a manifest. What is a manifestation? Take your hands and put it there. Some breath is coming. Correct. That's a manifestation. Anything has a... There cannot be anything without a manifestation. In the same way, if you are carrying the power, it has to be seen. How it will be seen? Demons will be paralyzed and immobilized. Number two, sickness will be paralyzed and immobilized. Evil will be paralyzed and immobilized. Decrease, confusion, failures, dash, 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 you can keep on adding, you will see all these things which were formerly working in your life suddenly becoming paralyzed and immobilized. Which means instead of decrease, you will be seeing increase. Instead of lack, you will be seeing abundance. Instead of sickness, you will be seeing supernatural miracle healing. Instead of tension, you will be seeing rest, joy and peace. So, children of God, the secret of life is moving in the power of God. Say loudly, hallelujah. hallelujah. In fact, the human system has been devised in such a way that as you start moving, the power starts coming out of you. It just starts coming. You know, the power of God was so strong on Peter. I was just thinking about it. He just went out of the house, not even inside the church, inside the house. Went out of the house and the shadow was so full of power that miracles started happening. Say loudly, hallelujah. Imagine if that can happen in the street, how much more it will happen inside a church. That's why I'm trying to make you understand, once you start understanding about this concept known as the power of God you will start working to ensure that God's power starts moving in its fullness because our job is just to yield God doesn't expect you to do anything because you can't do anything so don't do anything just yield if you just yield, he will take over actually today we should teach the believers how to yield only nothing else you just keep quiet be still and know that I am God just keep quiet, just yield yourself. God is waiting for those who are hungry, who are willing to receive. See, God's hand is always giving. Read the Bible, God gives, 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 gives. He cannot be without giving, that's his nature. And you know what's the nature of man? Receive, 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 receive. (laughs) That's the nature of man. And God loves man, and that's why he says, man, no problem, I'll give you, give you, give you, give you. In fact, if you read the Bible, do you know what the Bible always says? says, Okay, uh, read John chapter sixteen, verse twenty-three. Read John sixteen twenty-three. Anybody can read. Verily, verily, I sent you. Huh. verily, I sent you. What? What did he say? What? What does it mean? Whatsoever. What does it mean? Whatsoever means whatsoever. That means whatsoever. See, if you read the Bible, you will find no conditions mentioned. Whatsoever you shall ask the Father in my name, he will give it to you. What does Matthew 7 and verse 7 say? Ask and you shall receive. It doesn't say what you should ask, what you should not ask. It just says, ask and you shall receive. Okay, go to John chapter 14 and verse 14. Now look at what the Bible says. I am not quoting these verses. It is God. John 14, 14, what does it say? If you shall ask? Anything. If you shall ask what? Anything. So what is the meaning of whatsoever, anything? Both are the same, huh? Eh? You know why God is saying whatsoever, anything? That is the so great love. The love of God is so big that he is ready to give whatsoever. You know, I was just thinking about God. You know, when God created this world, he created his love creation, Adam. And you know what he gave Adam? Everything. He said, Adam, you can eat of all the fruit of the tree which I have planted. You can have dominion over every creation which I have created, not only in the ground, but in the air and in the seas. Only the fruit of the tree of knowledge of good and evil, that alone you should not eat. Because God knew if he eats, then a lot of things will happen in the life of man which God did not want. But everything he gave right for man to eat, in other words whatsoever, whatsoever he wanted, man could eat. But what did man do? He abused his right which the God of love had granted in spite of God seeing man betray him, man rebelling against him, now we find again after the cross, what is God telling? What should you ask, I will give you. Say loudly, hallelujah. But this mind is the root cause of all the problem, not the devil. Please understand, if your mind is in line with the word of God, the devil is powerless. The devil gets power only when you cooperate with him. So our mind says, when the Bible says whatsoever, how can God give me whatsoever? That's what the Bible is talking about. Say loudly, hallelujah. Hallelujah. So that means in this world, believers need not have any lack. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not lack. See, always the Bible talks about not lack. So today what you have to understand is, we have to learn how to move in the power. And that's what we're going to teach you in this seminar And for moving in the power, there are two things which are necessary. Number one is miracle-working faith. Number two is overflowing in the spirit. So these are the two areas which we are going to concentrate. And I'm sure that God is going to fulfill what he has planned. Now let's go to the first topic, miracle-working faith. Now what is the definition of miracle-working faith? As the term indicates... It is a faith that refuses to be moved by circumstances. I'm just going to give you, it's a big topic. I'm just going to give you in very uh, short terms the definition. What is miracle working faith? It's a faith that refuses. No matter how complicated the circumstances may be, this faith is just like Jesus. It will not change. Nothing can change this faith. Say loudly, hallelujah. Why, why I'm trying to tell you this, we want you to examine yourself. Because if you are going to keep on changing, that means you're not having miracle-working faith. So if you don't have miracle-working faith, you have to do something to get it. Unless a person realizes that he doesn't have, he won't strive for getting. If you keep on thinking, oh, I got faith, I got faith, I got faith, that's what the devil wants you to think. Because he knows you don't have faith but you think you are having faith, so he can start working. So I'm trying to give you the uh, points as to how to find out. So number one, the faith that refuses to be moved by circumstances. Number two, miracle working faith is unshakable, unwavering confidence that the father will perform what he has said. I repeat it again. Unshakable, unwavering confidence of the father doing what he said, which means... If God said, I will remove sickness from your midst, that means he has to do it. Say loudly, hallelujah. Very simple. If he said, you are healed, you are healed, Me, that's all. Father has spoken, that word has to be manifested. If he said, I'm going to supply all your need, finished, your need is definitely going to be supplied. How it will be supplied, in what way it will be supplied, is not your problem. Say loudly, "Hallelujah." hallelujah. It is the problem of the person who spoke it. And the The person who spoke it doesn't have any problem. (laughs) Because he can bring something out of nothing. Do you know how God created this universe from nothing? You know in this world, man always needs something to create another something. But God created something out of nothing. And still he can do it. Don't think he stopped, finished once and for all. No. Still he can do it. We have got incidents of people having just one kidney. Suddenly two kidneys came. The doctors who operated were shocked. How can the second kidney came? Well, it came out of nothing, brother. In other words, a creative miracle suddenly started. What is the meaning of creative miracle? Something comes out of nothing. That's a creative miracle. That's why we are all fortunate people because we can not only make others experience this creative miracle, but you can also experience creative miracles. Say loudly, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Suddenly you will find your heart becoming totally new. How come your heart has become a new heart? That's a creative miracle. Creative miracle means something comes out of nothing. That is why you should have unwavering, unshakable confidence that the Father will do what he has said. So if you are having that, that means you are having miracle working faith. In other words, when miracle working faith is operating in your life, you begin to live like God. In fact, if you read Mark 11 and verse 22, the King James gives a different translation. But in the margin, you'll find Mark 11:22. you know, it says, have the faith of God. Yeah. But there it says, have faith in God. Actually, the correct translation is, have the faith of God. Now, why does it say, have the faith of God? That means man, you can have the faith of God. Amen. Say loudly, hallelujah. hallelujah. That's what he's saying. When you have the faith of God, the next verse, Mark 11:23, 23. If you have the Bible, the last line says, you will have what you say. What will you have? What will you have? What you say. Life is so easy, brother. Today, people for having, they are struggling. How many many people are sweating it out? They are sweating and sweating and sweating, and they still are not having. But you know, God has given us a simple option. You want your sickness to go? Say. You want money to come? Say. You want to see a supernatural financial breakthrough? Say. You want to get married? Say, to the right person. (laughs) Say loudly. Everything is saying only. (laughs) See, God has made it so simple. You will have what you say. When? When you have the faith of God. See, when you have the faith of God, you will have. What will you have? What you say. In fact, if you take the life of Jesus, you know, wherever he went, he was just saying. But he was praying early in the morning. You won't see Jesus praying before any problem. But the Bible says, long time before day, he woke up and he prayed. Another place we find, he prayed all night to God. So he was praying when the crowds were not there. When the crowds came, he started saying. But today we are only praying when the crowds come. Okay, you pray, no problem. (laughs) But we are trying to teach you how to move in the higher realms. Mountains will not move unless you say, how many of you know that? Today, you have to first of all find out whether your problem is a mountain or not. If it's a mountain, it is waiting for you to speak. And you cannot speak unless you have the faith of God. That is why this faith of God is known as miracle working faith. And today, the good news for you is you may be a babe in Christ, but today you can have that faith. (laughs) Say loudly, hallelujah. In fact, God wants everybody. That's why he died, brother. Why do you think God died? In fact, I was just thinking about the death of Jesus. You know what does the death of Jesus mean? You know what exactly is the so great sacrifice? How many of you know that life cannot die? You know Jesus was life? He said, I am the life. You know what died? Life died. Today we are not looking at from this angle. Life died. In other words, something which cannot happen, happened. Or I'll put it in a better way, the word died. How can the word die, brother? But the word died. Today we just listen to this, we don't understand the implication behind it. Can the word die? The word of God is alive and powerful. But this word of God is alive, suddenly it died. Why did it die? In other words, the impossible took place so that another impossible may manifest. You can live like God. That's the reason. Isn't it amazing? And that is why God doesn't want any of his people to live like unbelievers. Unbelievers don't have access to God. But you not only have access to God, but God is dwelling inside you. You can't say God is not dwelling inside you. When you say Christ in me, you are telling God in me. What does it mean? It means God's power in me. It means God's might in me, because when Christ comes inside, he comes in with power. Say loudly, hallelujah. So the moment you say Christ is inside you, you're telling the power of Christ is also inside you. And if the power of Christ is inside you, definitely I'm telling it will be working. Because this power of Christ is not a powerless power. It is not a sleeping power. It is a living power. Just like how humans cannot be without opening their mouth. Can you be without opening your mouth? You can't. If somebody tells you to close your mouth, maybe you may try for one hour, two hours. After that, you will become restless because you want to open your mouth. Say loudly, hallelujah. In the same way, the power of Christ inside you doesn't want to be bound. You know why your problem is not going? Because the power of Christ is bound. Very simple. Not because God wants you to go through the problem. God wants you to be like him, brother. That is why when he created man in Genesis chapter 1 and verse 26, he created man in his own image, in his own likeness. And the first word he said is, have dominion. Do you know? That's the first word. Have dominion over everything I created. Except another man, have dominion. But that's what we are doing. We're trying to have dominion over other men. That's not the plan of God. Have dominion over everybody except men. And today the plan of God has not changed. Though man rebelled and gave back everything that God gave to the devil, yet the love of God got back everything that man lost, restored it to man, and now he's telling man, man, I want you to live like me. What makes you live like God? Miracle working faith. Which means today we should go all out to get this faith. Once you get this faith, after that you'll see God in a totally different way. You will suddenly see a new God appearing before you. What all these days I was thinking this was the God I am serving. But suddenly I find a new God. A God who is actually moving. A God who is actually doing what he wants to do. Say loudly hallelujah. Hallelujah. Okay now let me teach you exactly what is life. According to the definition of the creator. Because the creator only created us. And definitely when he created us, there must be a reason why he created us. And there must be also a way by which the creator wants us to live. That is how, that's what we are going to see. Go to the book of Matthew 9 and verse 29. Okay, look at the words of Jesus. First statement, Matthew 9, 29. According to your faith, be it unto you. Look at what Jesus is telling. He's telling, according to your faith, be it unto you. So what's happening to you is based on what? According to your faith only, brother. According to your faith, be it unto you. That means why is the sickness not going? Even though you go to the doctor and take treatment. Tell me. According to your faith. Your faith. See, according to your faith. That's why we have to do something to our faith. When you do something to your faith, automatically sickness disappears. Automatically your financial problem disappears. Automatically you will get a job which you are not supposed to get. I always tell the people, getting a job is very, very easy. You can easily get a job. But getting a job which you should not get, that is a believer. (coughs) See, today everybody gets a job in line with the qualification. What's the big deal? Even the unbeliever, the drunkard, the addict, everybody is getting a job according to their qualifications, according to their IQ level. But if you are going to get a job which you can never get, that is God. And this is how life should be. And if you want to see that, then according to your faith, we got to change our faith level because God is limited to our faith. That's all. In fact, God is unlimited. God is omnipotent. He's omniscient. He can do anything. But in your life, that reality will not become real unless you understand faith. Because how much of faith you are going to exercise, that much God will start moving. Say loudly, hallelujah. How many of you are happy today? That means all your problems are not going to be there anymore. I'm not not joking, I'm not telling theory, I'm not telling lies. I want all of you to experience love. See, if you don't experience love, you're wasting your time. Not only wasting your time, I think when you go up, you may be held accountable. All of us, are give, every one of us shall give account of himself before God, says the apostle Paul. Not just the unbeliever, including believers. ask you, my son... Why didn't you not experience and taste my love? If you had experienced and tasted my great love, then your life would have been a great blessing. It would have made a great impact not only on you but on society. What a beautiful opportunity you missed because you never understood my great love. Today, child of God, this great love of God is waiting waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting for the love creation to experience it. And please don't. Put him to grief. You know, very often we are making him unhappy. The Bible says, don't grieve the Holy Spirit. You know, when you're not experiencing love, definitely you're grieving the Holy Spirit because the work on the cross is being nullified. Okay, let's put it like this. You know, Jesus Christ bore all your sicknesses on the cross. Why? So that you may experience love. And if you're also going to bear the sickness, then that means you need not have borne it, brother. Jesus Christ became a curse. Why did he become a curse? That the blessing of Abraham may come on the Gentiles through faith. So if you still are going to be in decrease, decrease is curse operating. Family problem is curse operating. Very simple. Maybe I won't call it a curse coming from the forefathers, but it is something like a curse which is operating. When the blessing operates, naturally there will be no family problem. Any problem. It may be a very, very, very complicated family problem, but I'm telling you, God is still alive. And love is still alive. Love, wa- love is waiting for you to experience. And once you understand this and start doing something to that so great faith, the faith which does miracles, if you start getting this, you'll suddenly find that your circumstances change. Say loudly, hallelujah. hallelujah. In fact, that is what love. When love operates, circumstances change. But how much of love operating is based on you? Say loudly, hallelujah. Okay, Matthew chapter 8 and verse 13. Now read, and Matthew 8 and verse 13, And Jesus said unto the centurion, Go thy way, and as thou hast believed, so be it done unto thee. I put before you two scriptures. Number one is, according to your faith, be it unto you. Number two, as thou hast believed, so be it done unto thee. Look at this. So here, the Bible is very clearly telling, that how we live is based on what we are believing. Not on what the devil is believing or not because of the power of the devil. Because the devil doesn't have any authority. Jesus said, all authority in heaven and earth has been given unto me. Now if what Jesus said was real, that means the devil does not have even 0.0000001% authority. Without having 00001 percent authority, if he is able to do so much of damage today to this world. Imagine if he had been given 1% authority. But God has removed all authority. And where has all authority been transferred? Into your hands. How many of you know that all authority is now in your hands? Behold, I give unto you authority. What is that authority? All authority. That is why he gave you the right to use the name. You know the name has God, power over things in earth, things under the earth, things above the earth. Now. Not in the world to come, now. But the name will not produce results unless there is a man who can exercise faith and understand about that name. The reason why demons are still operating is because we are keeping quiet. The reason why problems are still continuing is because we are keeping quiet. We are not using the name. Today, all of us have got faith in the U.S. dollar. That is why even before buying something, you take the dollar with you or you take a credit card, whatever it is, Net is that some dollars being transferred. So you know that if you have so much of dollars, you will get that particular property. It's, it's very clear. So what do we do? We are trying to get more and more dollars. The more dollars you get, the more better your life is going to become. In the same way, please understand, man's system is based on dollars, but God's system is based on power. Say loudly, hallelujah. So the more power you get, the more your life is going to be different. You know what's the difference between the richest man in the world and the beggar in the road? He's got a lot of paper. He, does, he has less paper. That's all. Paper is making all the difference. It's called as paper power, or in other words, currency power. Currency is nothing but paper, brother. If you, cut, if you take a knife and cut the hand of the richest man in the world and the poor, same blood will come out. Yeah. Both of them are same. What makes the difference in the way of living? The amount of paper he has access to. In the same way, the difference between the most powerful believer and the ordinary believer is how much of power a person has got access. Very simple. If you have more access to power, then your life will be different. Sickness cannot come near you. You'll just laugh at sickness. All of you know about John G. Lake. You know about the incident about the germ, the deadly germ they put in his hands, the germ died. Why did it die? Because John G. Lake was a special human being or because his body was a different body or because there was something different? No. The same power which is inside you was inside him. <laughs> the only thing is he understood about the system. And because he understood, he was able to operate the system. If you don't understand a program, you can't operate. You may buy that program giving... Uh, thousands of dollars, it's a very powerful software program. But if you don't understand, it will be just a showpiece. In the same way, today, God did not die, so that you may be showpieces, carrying about, carrying a destiny. I'm a believer, I'm a son of God, I'm the righteousness of God, I have the right to use the name above every name. Demons always will listen to me, and every day you're having problem Means This is not designation, brother. Christianity is not designation, it is a way of living. And today God wants you to experience love. Say loudly, "Hallelujah." Hallelujah. That's why if you read the Bible, um, if I keep on continuing, then what about the demonstration? <laughs> Say loudly,, Hall-. how many of you are happy today? Huh? Anybody sick here? Lift up your hands?